This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. Thank you, everybody, for jumping on today's call and and uh, joining me today. I, I really, truly appreciate it. Um, today's call is, I'm going to ask you another question, which is going to lead into, you know, the last two weeks, I've been asking lots of questions on this Monday morning pep talk. But today's call is how many clients are in your top 100? How many clients are in your top 100? But before I go into that, I want to remind you of my professional purpose. And that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. It's true, fact. I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every single day. If you can effectively manage situations that arise on a daily basis, you'll be more productive, live a more optimized life, and in turn, live a life that is the best version of you. On today's episode of my Monday Morning Pep Talk, I will fully define top 100, what it means, and why this collection of relationships is the only thing with long-standing value, long-standing value in your business. It should be treated like an investment and managed like a long-term financial asset. I will show you, if managed properly, how your top 100 will give you a predictable return on your time year in and year out. Now, you probably heard the story, um, my story, but uh, right after I had my real estate heart attack in February 2008, um, I did a Google search, right? SOI real estate and pages and pages and pages of content came up. The content consistently described the importance of managing your, managing your sphere of influence. Okay. That's what SOI means, sphere of influence. If you wanted to build a successful real estate brokerage business, one real estate coach's content caught my eye during my initial research. Joe Stump. Joe Stump has a coaching company called Buy Referral Only, and he teaches a top 150 relationship model. And at the time, and he still does, by the way, he still has that top 150 relationship model. Um, at the time, it, it made a lot of sense to me. I needed something tangible that I could quantify and base my business goal setting around. Um, and I used this top 150 model to double my business four times in five years from going from 11 contacts in 2008 in my top 150 to 137 in 2013. And that was the year I got into leadership. That was the year that I got into leadership at Jameson. What I found out later was that you don't need 150. Okay. And how do I know that? Because when I agreed to wind down my business, when I took this current role that I'm in, 
I cut my top 150, which was 137, down to 68, thinking that it would quickly slow down my business. But the result was quite the opposite. The result was quite the opposite. When I put my focus on the 68, which is the top 50% of my database, my production actually increased. Some of my best years in brokerage came after I became a manager. Because of the momentum I created in 2008 to 2013, it took almost four years to fully pull away from my business. Because I am a relationship, you know, based agent at the time, I really wanted to make sure that my clients were taken care of and and I and I took that time, those four years to do it, to do it right. Okay. Because of that, I switched the number I coached to from a top 150 to a top 100. And I did that in about 2016. Because I realized that if a higher level of attention was put on my top tier clients in my real estate business, or actually any business for that matter, you could do this with carpet cleaning, mortgage business, it does not matter. You put more effort into that top, your top tier clients, your business will grow faster and with more strength. So I took top 150 and turned it into a top 100. The top 100 concept or this strategy perfectly addresses the law of compensation, which states that your compensation, what you make, equals the value you provide, okay, or is a result of the value you provide times the number of people that you provide that service to, all right? So if you look at this equation, like one plus one equals two, right? If you look at this equation, on one side, it's the value you provide. So if you increase the value that you provide, the level of service that you provide times the number of people you provide that to, that is what you will make. That's how you increase your production. And what's great about this is the law of compensation almost provides this spigot type situation where you can turn your production up or down based on that value and based on the number of people that you're working with. Okay. You want to, you want to, you know, you know, decrease the amount of time spent on your business based on your lifestyle. You can just continue to rate, you know, increase or continue to create a really nice level of service, but you can work with less people. And that's what I did. I turned that spigot down, but it took way longer than I thought it would because of the momentum I, I had created. So you can easily scale it up or down based on that formula. Okay. The law of compensation. Now that you know my history a little bit better, let me dive in, uh, into a few minutes of teaching and define for you the makeup of your top 100 and its importance. Okay, here is my definition of a top 100, okay? 
A top 100 is made up of the vital few clients that know you, like you, and trust you as their real estate broker. Okay? The vital few. You're going to hear that word a lot when you study the, uh, the 2080 principle. Vital few. Top 100 is made up of the vital few clients that know you, like you, and trust you as their real estate broker. This list should be segmented market, segmented, and marketed to differently based on the strength of relationship, the strength of your relationship with them, and their importance to your business. Okay? 100 clients has been proven to be the highest number of clients that you can manage, truly manage, in a, in an authentic way. All other contacts should be categorized as fringe contacts. I'm going to get more into I'm going to get into this in more detail here in a minute. Because of how I define my top 100, I decided to segment that group into separate and defined categories: platinum clients, gold clients, silver clients, and then every contact contact North of 100 were my fringe clients. You've probably seen other categorization categorization concepts using letters like A plus, A, B, etc. When I was building out my, you know, kind of my theme or my, you know, um, uh, database, I, I wanted something with a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more meaning. So I used the the American Express categories or monikers to start with um, by using those like platinum gold and then adding a few twists here and there. To me, it was more meaningful. So what is a platinum client? Platinum client are those clients that refer to you multiple times a year or are clients that do business with you consistently like a developer or investor. They are the top 20% of your top 100. Now, I'm making a point, if I'm you, to really review that relationship every 21 days, okay? Many cases, you're talking to them way more than that anyway, if they are repeat clients. But if they are super important to your business, you just want to review that relationship every 21 days and monitor whether or not that person needs a, a touch or a meaningful conversation, okay? A gold client are the clients that refer that refer to you occasionally or have done business with you randomly over the life of your career and refer or introduce you occasionally, all right? They're that next 30% down in your top 100. Um, you know, the person that has never done business with you because they've been in their 20-year house since they've known you, but they, they've really bought into what you do and they want to support you, that, that would be a goal client as well, okay? Now, I, I think you need to really look at reviewing that relationship about every 30 days, okay? To see if they are in need of a touch or a meaningful conversation every 30 days. Silver clients, okay, are the prospects, past clients that have the potential, okay, the silver clients 
lot of them are going to be have the potential to refer you or do consistent business with you over the life of your career. Okay. This is the bottom 50% of your top 100. You know, if they're a prospect in your hot list or warm list and they're, they're engaged with you, you're going to want to follow up with them as no less than five to seven, every five to seven days, probably more depending on how active they are. Okay. Um, if they're a past client, you're going to want to review that relationship every 45 days. Um, so also within the silver clients are, you know, people that you know pretty well um, and have over the years, but they just don't respond to you all that much. They're not fully engaged with you on social media or other areas. Um, they're good clients and have been in the past, but maybe they're not overly active. Okay, so that would be your silver clients. Your fringe clients is everyone else. Okay, they they should remain on your low cost marketing campaigns like email marketing and direct mail marketing. Um, you should develop an email marketing campaign segmented with content delivered to all of your clients every two weeks. Okay, I'm not going to get into this because I went into it two weeks ago about you know. Are you open for business? A big part of that was making sure that everyone in this top 100 is marketed to um, regularly. And I just gave you kind of the, the rundown on how you should do that. Um, so some points here that I want to, you know, I got a list of, let me look here, 15 things that I want to make sure that you understand some nuance as it relates to your top. 100. You don't need 100 clients to get your desired results. Okay. We just talk about the top 100 because that's the max that you want. That's the max that you can authentically manage to, um, in my opinion. Okay. Now, I've seen agents build really profitable businesses on 40 to 50 clients, and in some cases, less. Okay. So, when you think top 100, top 100 is, is more of a concept, is more of a strategy, okay? I would try to hit, if you really want to build a robust business, shoot for that 100. But I've seen people do really, really well on way less than that, okay? Um, number two, building out a top 100 takes time, okay? This is a marathon, not a sprint. And you should give yourself five years if you are newer to the business to build out that client base, the one that really is working for you. Okay. Um, if you're going for the full top, you know, full hundred, that's going to be, you know, 20 people per year that you've added to your database of those that know you, like you, and trust you as their real estate broker. And many of them you already know, they're in your, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you just have to prove to them that you are their solution. Okay? So you need to you need about 20 per year to create that list if you're serious about this brokerage business. If you if you um, successfully maintain a drum beat of touches and meaningful conversations with your top 100 over the course of the year, you can expect a 
return on database. This means that for every 10 clients that you have in that top 100, you, you can expect two introductions, two referrals. Okay, so you can you can improve that you can improve that by strengthening the quality of your database. All right, how do you strengthen? What does I mean? What do I mean by the quality of your database? The quality of your database is just more people in that platinum and gold category. All right, this is why when I really just focused focused on platinum and gold, my conversion rate went up. Okay, because I was just working with that top 50%, the top 100. Okay, um, the top 20%, your platinum, will be responsible and be the seed for 80% of your business. You've heard about the Pareto rule, right? 20% of your clients will be responsible for 80% of your business. You know, all you need is a few influencers, a few, um, you know, people that really love to connect, you know, those matchmakers that are always putting people together Man, you get four five, six of those and you're, you're in good shape. All right. Number five. Yes. Yes. You need to create a list to manage your top 100. Now, a CRM solution is preferred, but I've seen successful agents manage their businesses off of spreadsheets. It's all personal opinion, but or personal, uh, you know, it's really up to you based on how you like to operate. But again, at, at a minimum, you've got to have this list in a spreadsheet. The best CRM, the best CRM out there is the one that you're gonna use, okay? Is the one that you're gonna use. Number six, the contacts on your phone is not considered a CRM. And I've asked people, hey, you know, where do you keep, where do you keep all of your uh, contacts of your of your your clients? Where's your list? Who? Where's your top one hundred? And they'll they'll pick up their phone and they'll say here, referring to their contact. That's not, that is not a CRM. That is not a list. You need them all in one place, segmented out. Okay. Number seven, managing your top 100 is the ultimate high impact, low cost, easy to implement solution. Okay. We talked about this about two months ago. How do I pick the projects that I should be working on? You want on a scale of one to 10, how, you know, what is the impact going to be? Right. On a scale of one to ten, how how expensive or what is the cost going to be? All right, and on a scale of one to ten, how easy is it to implement? All right, this one, this project has to be at the absolute top of your list for new agents. This is number eight for newer agents to the business. Start on day one. Okay, it's never too early to start. Don't say when I. When I do 5 million in sales or 10 million in sales, then I'll create a database. No, creating a database and creating a top 100 is a mindset as much as anything. It is a, it's the way you operate. It's the way you do business. You become protective of your clients when they're on that list. Okay. 
experienced agents. It's never, ever, ever too late to start. Start now. Organize your list and start the reconnection process. You will not recognize your business in a year. Trust me. Number 10, your database of clients is the only thing of value you could, se- you could sell. It's the only thing that has equity. It's the only thing that you could sell when you sunset your career. Now, I have, I have helped agents build a retirement, quote unquote, annuity by setting up a master referral program based on their database, okay, where they line up someone to assist and they have that list of names and they say, for life, if anybody on this list closes or, you know, works in a business, works, or you, you know, that person that is being referred those clients, um, you know, you're going to get paid for life on those those deals as long as your license of course is in a holding company or active and you get that percentage rate okay so you can set up a long time retirement annuity based on 30 years of work okay because you are selling access to a database and depending on how much you want to stay involved that's a whole nother thing but it's the only thing that has equity is your database. Number 11, your clients want and need a relationship, okay? They don't want to have to identify a new broker every time they buy and sell. But if you, quote unquote, one night stand them, out of principle, in many cases, they're going to move on, okay? Number 12, to do it right, you only need about an hour a day of concentrated and intentional effort. Like I said earlier, you don't need 100 people in your top 100 to create a really nice business. What's great about it, like I said, is that you can turn that spigot on and off based on your lifestyle goals. Number 13, your database should remain yours. You should never, ever give up your names to anyone who might use them for their own benefit. That is your business, is your database, okay? Number 14, working with people that know you, like you, and trust you leads to a much more predictable and enjoyable business. That right there, friends, is the basis for how I coach, okay? Working with people that know you, like you, and trust you leads to a much more predictable and enjoyable business. When you don't have to wake up at night, if you wake up at night worrying where the next deal's coming from because you don't like to cold call, you don't like to door knock, you don't like to do expires, right? Which is most everybody. Much easier when you know that you've got a system and process in place and you've got this database of clients that are going to feed your business. That's when it becomes predictable. And guess what? The people that are in your top 100, you get to put there. So that is what maintains the enjoyable side, right? You do a deal with somebody that you just don't ever want to do business with again. Guess what? They're not going to end up on your top 100. Okay. You're not going to market to them. Okay. So number 15, you should be looking at the results of your top 100, just like you would look at an account balance or evaluation of any investment. 
right? You should be looking at that number, the number of clients every week, if not more often. Where am I at, right? That's the one number. All right, so uh, the question I get a lot is, Jim, how do I get started with this? If I have it, if I put this off for my career or I'm new and I want to get started, again, I'm, I'm just borderline begging you to do this, okay? So if you're, let's just assume you're someone who's been in the business for a while and you've been winging it, you, you run a real estate hobby, you have not fully put the time and effort into this, here's where you're going to start. Just create a simple spreadsheet with basic contact information, an area for a category, which is the platinum, gold, you know, silver, French, um, you know, maybe birthdays if you've got them, but just the basic start there. Now, I want you to go in and pull a list of everybody you've ever done business on with off of the MLS. And you can search based on your, assume your MLS ID. Okay. Um, so go in and pull that information. You can see all the addresses, right? And you're going to be like, oh, I sold it to them. Oh, yeah. And you'll, you'll start piecing this together. Okay. Um, review those contacts on your phone. All right. Go through them. By the way, while you're there, delete these, delete contacts on your phone that you're never, ever going to use again. Why are they there? Right. Review any other list that you might have, an email marketing campaign list or somewhere. You know where your data is at. Go through that. Go through it. Start putting together this list of your top 100, okay? To be in your top 100, here's the key. You must be able to recognize them if you saw them in a grocery store, okay? This is about relationships. This is, uh, I would rather have less people in your top 100 that know you, right? Like you, trust you. They're not going to know you if you don't recognize them at the, in the grocery store. If they don't qualify for your top 100, put them immediately in fringe where you're going to market to them in a, in a uh, email marketing platform or direct mail. Email marketing uh, is extremely low cost. It's maybe one of the most effective uh, uses of your marketing efforts. Okay. Once this list is together and you've got them all categorized, guess what? This is when you have to start the reconnection process. Okay. Of reaching out and, and uh, reconnecting and rebuilding that relationship. If you have not done that in a while. Okay. So team, implementing and executing on a top 100 is the, is the one operating process that should you consider that you should consider non-negotiable for your business. Period. Your niche that you sell in is unique to you, okay? Your marketing strategy will have a different twist than others in your market, right? It's always going to be a little bit different. Now, you'll figure that marketing piece out as you identify your strengths. And your CRM and, and the tech you use will be different from, uh, from broker to broker and brokerage to brokerage, all right? So, but everything, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. But that top 100 
is is the one concept that everybody should be focused on. Okay. Like I said, a top 100 is more of a strategy concept than it is anything else. It's a commitment to execute in a way that creates meaningful moments, provides touches throughout the life of your relationship with a client, with a client and maintains meaningful conversations on topics that matter to your clients. Again, I've been stress testing this for 15 years and it works in every market, okay? The market we're moving into, that we're transitioning into right now, was built for this. We were, you're built for this market if, you, if you've adopted this concept, okay? So to, to end today's call, I wanna ask you potentially the most important question you should be able to answer when asked. How many, how many clients are in your top 100? You should be able to answer the question, how many clients are in your top 100? Okay. It's the one metric you must track if you want to create and run a predictable and enjoyable business. No strategy even comes close. Thank you, team, for jumping on today. And for those of you on my email list, you're going to be getting the recording notes and links to supporting articles and podcasts tomorrow morning. If, you, if you're not on it, you'd like to subscribe um, or you have somebody you think would benefit from it, just email my team at askjimmiller at gmail.com. Excuse me, askjimmiller at gmail.com and they will add you. Until next week, have a great one. Thanks, everybody.